0: Welcome to the Momnificent Podcast. This is the place where we help parents live a happy, healthy life with their kids. We're going to show you how to... Well, I'm excited to have a moment this evening with Peter Halper. And Peter, it's good to see you again. It's
1: very good to see you again.
0: (laughs) So those in our audience who may not know, Peter was here with me three years ago when I just started my podcast. He was my second guest. (laughs) I was so excited. I had no idea what I was doing. I couldn't tell. (laughs) (laughs) And he couldn't tell. And I get this call. For those of you who may not know, my husband and I have an Airbnb here. We're sitting in it now. And Peter reaches out, and he's like, we need a place to stay. And I'm running across the country. And I was like, what is this guy doing? And um, I was so excited to meet him. And then we heard his story. And I'm going to give him a chance to share a little bit about that with you tonight. So uh, first, I just want to share that Peter is actually one man. And in three months this summer, he is on a bike, biking 9,000 miles, not just across the U.S. once, not just twice across the country, three times back and forth, if you can believe. When you go on the website and see this picture, it is mind-blowing. And why? To raise awareness and funds to end childhood cancer. Uh, With a goal of $3 million this year, funds from this ride will go to the Childhood Cancer Research and support families with a child in treatment and raise awareness for specifically neuroblastoma. So Peter, can you share with us the inspiration behind this remarkable journey to ride across the US, not once, which blows me away, not twice, but three times to end childhood cancer and raise awareness about neuroblastoma. What is the inspiration behind this? Uh,
1: The the inspiration is is Emery, I mean, ultimately Emery, my great niece, um, passed away when she was three from neuroblastoma in 2017. And um, at at that point, before she passed, um, I was kind of the, I don't know how to say it, but the typical normal maybe, she'll get better you know that i just f- i just thought she'll get better and mm-hmm. the doctors will be able to fix her and everything will be okay so to be honest i was removed you know and and i was generally removed anyway from from it because i was a distant uncle yeah um, and
0: you didn't live in the area you said right i didn't live in the yeah, area so it was um
1: so so there were outside reasons but she didn't live. And I went to the funeral um, mostly to be w- with my sister because it, my sister Missy is Emery's grandmother. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time that I saw Emery. And um, just to paint the picture a little bit, um, it was Jenna, Emery's mom, Zach, Emery's dad, all of the grandparents were standing in front of us who were in the pew mm. and, um, and Emery was behind them in, in the casket that was the first time I saw Emery,
0: mm.
1: and I don't something in me flipped that day switched and and utterly broke and I just I don't know how a parent does mm. what what Zack and Jenna had to do that day I don't I, I don't know how that happens and that day, I, I realized that I, I was on the wrong side of love. Mm. I, I was, and that needed to change imme- immediately. And it did, and, and I waited a little bit, and I offered to, to bike across the country. Actually, at that point, to run across the country oh, yeah, right. for, for, um, for Jenna and her foundation to raise money for what she does mm-hmm. and to also raise money for research. And um, so that was the first time. And then the second time now that the biking that you mentioned is, is a continuation of that. When I finished the run, um, we, had, we had raised $165,000, which is beyond my ability to do in the fundraising scheme of things, that's not a lot of money. Um, childhood cancer needs, way more, way more money than, Mm -hmm. than $165,000 to solve that problem. Um, but we hit that goal. But when I finished, I, I felt undone. I felt like this is not finished. Like
0: I remember you telling me yeah, that. Yeah, I, we yeah. had that. We talked like a month or two after that run, and yeah. you were like,
1: there's something. There's something more. More, there's yeah, more. yeah, you and, said that. And, and I felt driven to do more. And I'm getting goosebumps now as I'm thinking about it. And and more needed to be done. Yeah. You know, there, only 4% four, four of the federal budget goes towards childhood cancer, less than 4%. Wow.
0: And.
1: And of that's that, you, it's not. It's that's it's nothing. Wow. And and it's so. What's the big deal about it being nothing? It, the big deal is it's it's the pot is so small that it's just not enough money to fund the research that's needed and to fund the trials that's needed. Mm. And so somebody's got to do that. Yeah. You know that the, the pa- parents are not understandably going to sit by and. And watch it happen yeah. jenna's not sitting by and watching it happen right so foundations like emory's memory foundation th- they f- come into that yeah. that emptiness and it yeah. is it is literally moms and dads that are going to solve this problem and that's that's what emory's memory foundation is emory's memories foundation is doing started on started on um and so isn't that's the basic sorry. That's the basic why, you know, why yeah. am I here? Why am I doing this? It's it's ultimately to raise money. We need more money to solve
0: this. And the cancer research is such a big, broad category. I think I remember you sharing this with me, that to just narrow it down to neuroblastoma specifically, I think there was like, you had even shared, like there's, there's less and less and less even for that. And so this is very specific. Right. Yes. To, am I saying it right?
1: Neuroblastoma. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You, you, I you remember are you saying, saying that. It right. So, so it's it's crickets. You know that the more you get down into that bottom end of the funnel, it's, yeah. It's it's a less and less. But you know, to say that to a grieving mom, less and less, that's not an acceptable answer. Understandably, and it and it's not acceptable to me. And you've it, spoken anymore.
0: to those families.
1: Yes, uh, I have now, during the run, during the ride, in between, yes, I have met many, like this ride itself, we are riding for 76 very precious sons and daughters, and every day I will hold up a card and we either remember or honor a child. With I cancer. I and saw that
0: picture on Facebook and I it just gave me the chills. It's yeah. one of my favorite parts of, the, of this ride.
1: It's my favorite part of the ride, I mean, I'm too. not
0: there to meet the people who yeah. welcome you at different stations. Yeah. I hear that happens along the way, but but just to be an observer and see that on Facebook and you're standing there yeah. with that picture. And I'm just like, are they all living or are they, some of them have passed? Some of
1: them have passed. So okay. the way we, we w- word that is, um, like, I'll read the card and I'll say Emery really Forever Three. Um, stage four neuroblastoma that's what she passed from and then I'll say what she wanted to be and, and then and then if it's a child that's a living, we will say you know we'll say um, I'm trying to think of a name. Um,
0: Who is the Mar- name tomorrow that um, you're gonna meet Marissa Marissa, yes, Mar- tomorrow, Marissa right? And yeah. I can't
1: remember her age but she's she's um, she's still a living teenager still yeah. still living and, and doing well. She just rang the bell. Which is what does
0: that mean sorry
1: um it's i, I, mean. it's, uh, I think at the five-year point
0: point, oh uh, wow, and i could be
1: totally wrong about this but at some point there is a it's a milestone oh. and, and it's a it's a big deal and it's a good thing oh, man. And, and from what i saw on social media she was very well supported oh. and she got during the bell so i'm i'm going to meet her dad for the second time tomorrow and i believe i'm going to get to meet marissa and when we can, we'll have the family read the card. And we've done that a couple of times oh, that's as well. So, special. so I'll just stand to the side and they read the card for their, their precious son or daughter. And I love that. The card reading is m- my favorite part of this and meeting the parents. Yeah. Is sometimes it's obviously a hard part, but it's also a, nece- a very necessary part. Cause yeah. that's where people like me learn what, what is it actually mm-hmm. like? know we, we don't know
0: yeah
1: I, I didn't know right and we I still don't know have a and I'm still learning our own kid yeah exactly yeah and so there are some very courageous brave parents that open up and they share what it's like mm. and we've we've met some amazing kiddos a- incredibly brave
0: and I can only imagine what a parent would feel seeing you who we don't know and you're doing this and recognizing our child like to me that is just Mm. um the ultimate beautiful picture of love because Mm. you just i feel like you just don't see that much these days right and it's just it's amazing it's beyond inspiring it's beyond words that i feel like can describe what it is that you're doing um what are some of the most challenging moments you've encountered so far so you started in san diego july 7th is that what you said no Um, oregon yeah a little bit more north oregon Oregon, sorry july 7th right yeah 2023 yeah this summer and what would you say are some of the most challenging moments you've encountered so far
1: um well i'll leave the most challenging to last but just you know basic you know heat's been an issue um Nutrition um, for the crew, for Drew, and, and myself has been a major issue because we're we're living in a pickup truck, basically out of a pickup truck, yeah. and with a cooler, you know. So no stove, no kitchen, and um, and we're we're thankful to be being able to do this, but that's just a challenge, you know. Yeah. is Nutrition, um, but the har- the hardest thing for me has been. A lesson that I'm struggling with and and that's you know we we grow up at least I grow up grew up thinking we have unlimited energy you know Mm -hmm. like it's gonna last forever and and I can do everything you know I can I can hold all the things (laughs) that I need to hold and and I'm realizing almost too late on this um, that I can't
0: Um,
1: and so the, it's a hard. It's been hard for me to. I mean, first of all, people that love me have spoken into this before I realized it and said, "Hey, Pete, we, we need to do this." And my wife said it. Drew said it. Jacob said it. Everybody said it. And I pushed for another week and a half, two weeks, before I actually. Conceded and said, "Yes, I need to let go of, of this thing that I was holding on that was, ultimately, preventing interactions like this. Yeah, from were, happening. And, yeah. and this is why we're out here, you know. I know. So, so for for me to get in the way of that is not a good thing. And it's not that I was getting in the way with it, of it, but I, I was so focused on the miles. Right.
0: You had this idea, like I've got to go. What was it? A hundred and."
1: 128 miles. You a like, day. I got to
0: do this every day, and if I don't like it, like do that part, you know. Besides, is that right? That then maybe you would you would ride shorter and just ride in the truck longer, right, to get to the next. You're set.
1: you're basically exactly yeah. right. And My so concern you... was that if okay, so I'm not going to do 128 today, so I have more time to meet the moms, meet the dads, yeah. meet the kids, talk with people like you. Yeah. Um, my concern was if I'm not doing it, at, at what point does a parent say, "Oh, so I'm not worth it"? Yeah. Now you know, and i I want them to know that they're worth it. Yeah. I think they're worth it. I think they know. They're I believe worth that they know. They're worth three hundred. Yes. I cannot ride across the country enough times to express how much they're worth it. Yeah. But I can't hold it all. Right. You know, so something had to go. And yeah. And thanks to people around me that gently spoke into that, we eventually made a change. And mm-hmm. the goal is still 128 a day, but if the 128 doesn't happen, it's okay. Yeah. And I'm okay with that, too, now. But it's, it's hard for me to let go because I, I am concerned about the messaging.
0: Yes. And I, I you had shared that earlier, and, and it made me think of how wise and actually that was like some wisdom came out of that thought because mm-hmm. it's in those moments when you can connect with people that they feel that connection and then they share with someone else that connection and that's what spreads almost the message of it maybe even more than someone seeing the picture of you riding, riding, riding for miles. I
1: think it, I think it does because um, the, the truth is when I'm riding my bike, nobody else is out there. Yeah. You, you know, so that heart to heart, you know, that like you and I have felt when we've connected that I've... Yes. You know, I'm so thankful that I got to meet your husband. That I know, I know. That we have, that we have felt... Um, such it, a beautiful... It wouldn't happen. Like right. This, this honestly probably wouldn't be happening because
0: I would be stressing about...
1: Or I you'd have rolled in bed. at 11
0: p.m. and we would have already been in bed or you something like that. You would have like been that. in bed yeah. already, so... And for those listening, Drew is the cameraman mm-hmm. who you can't see behind the scenes at the moment. Uh, and Jacob is... Um, Peter's yes. son, and so he Peter started on the West Coast. We are currently sitting in Delaware. He's come once across the country, and then he's going to start back and come back again, which just blows my mind. Um, so along your ride, you share a tribute to each child, like you said, mm-hmm. with neuroblastoma, and, um, and you told us about one of those children. And can you share a positive change from the money race so far that you know of um, I know you were here three years ago raising the money, like you mentioned. Is there something that that you can share with the audience of something that you know that they've done with, with that money? That
1: well, is uh, sure. I wish Jenna was here that she could because she is the one that hands out the money, oh, um, and wow. I would love for that's her to. that's
0: such a cool Yeah, experience.
1: I would love for her to share that. But I do oh. know what she does with oh, okay. it, and, yeah. and, and and in a nutshell, what Emory's Memory Foundation does is jenna steps into that space now that she was once in when she went mm. with when her family went through what they went through with emory so as as you can maybe imagine mm. your child is you're told the worst your child has cancer you start going through that that life treatments the treatments are many times in different hospitals far away from where the parents live mm. and uh, ultimately there's a financial burden on on the families that's caused just because of the logistics and and the life and that nobody plans for that yeah and and why would you plan for that and and ultimately a lot of times it means you know both parents a lot of times are working but your child can't go to the hospital alone right so who's going to go yeah and in the end a lot of times one parent ends up letting go of their job sure the other one keeps it one stays with right. the right that the is their
0: job now that's
1: their job for the insurance which is yeah. paying for this so there's a huge financial burden is yeah. what i'm getting at emery's memory foundation steps into that uh-huh. and so you know when we receive donations jenna gets to turn around and say hey look we got your rent this month wow. we got your mortgage this month wow. we got your food bill this month um and even sometimes it's presence for the kids, which at first might sound trivial, you know, but that might be the first time in months that that child smiles Shh. and laughs. And think about that as a mom, yeah, seeing your child smile for the first time in months. Oh my gosh! Right. Yeah. So, so it it ranges from something that seems as benign as a gift to you know as practical and big as paying hotel bills being like the other things that I had mentioned. Yeah. Wow. And, and Jenna also has a a presence now with a lot of moms and dads that are going through this. And I, I have heard her share that, you know, she's somebody that they can talk to. Yeah. You know, she's been there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and and I am more than happy to throw myself behind a foundation like that. Yeah. I have no hesitation to ride across the country and raise money for Emory's Memory Foundation.
0: Yeah
1: half the money we raise she's going to keep and give away to families um, and the other half is going to go towards research to beat childhood cancer
0: yes beat childhood that's right yeah yes, that's yes. right you link up with them yes. i remember that yes. now and
1: i personally know the executive director of B yes. childhood cancer
0: yeah yeah so so peter how did you prepare yourself physically and mentally for this three-month ride
1: there was some training for the riding um oh. Long story short, um, I trained for the first three days of, of the ride. So, you know, my ride was based oh. on 128 miles a day. So okay. I gradually built up my mileage to a three-day okay. peak training event in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin, where I'm from. And I did yeah. three 128-mile days. Um, so, there, you know, there was a lot of miles building up to that. It wasn't okay. just, hey, I'm going to go out and you, ride You my can't, bike. Right
0: yeah
1: I can't maybe somebody else can but I, I can't. I, <laughs> probably I, most people can't. <laughs> I, need, I needed to train for that and I haven't always been a biker. I was a you know I was a runner. I still think of myself um, uh, as somebody who runs yeah. you know even and I'm biking with running shoes on. Oh stool, you wow! Know, like, so
0: not even like the clip-ons, which I, I think
1: I, I'm not even using the clip-ons. are a little bit easier. Yeah, than my husband, I, I, I get, say. Yeah, I get so many questions about. when People <gasps> oh, look at that. They're wow. like, "Why are you that? That's harder.
0: Shoes? That is harder. I I don't think so. You don't. No, oh, but oh, I do. But, but that's okay. <laughs> you can keep but, your running shoes. Thank on. You. <laughs> so as you've been riding across the country. Were there any places or moments that left a lasting impression on you during the ride that you want to share with us, something that stands out?
1: Oh. Like, or just
0: pick one. I know there are probably many.
1: There's so many. I know. I mean, there's beauty, tons of beauty, scenery. Um,
0: oh, wait, you were telling us about hmm? what you learned about the heart in Nebraska. <gasps> I mean, that sure, probably I wasn't can, what you were thinking, but that was so cool. Can you share that? That's a, that's a good one. <laughs> that was neat.
1: Um, I can.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love <Technology>. electronics. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's probably not the one you were gonna say, uh, but like, that was so cool. Really no,
1: I'm glad you brought it up because there's it's hard for me sometimes to pick. Like, I'm I'm, you know, I want to share what's on my heart, but I'm also like, what would they like to hear? Um, you know, yeah. so and that some, touched
0: us, so maybe, yeah, so let, let's talk about that's that. A good that's one. good. I, I love, love that. that, love that, that one.
1: Bring
0: one. it up, and I'll, yeah, <laughs> about the heart. Can you tell us that story?
1: Sure, I, I'd love to share that story because it, it was it was uh, it was a, t- a lesson on my heart. You know, yeah. it was God saying, "You need to learn a little bit more about other people's hearts." And we were going through. You know, when I, when I've traveled through Nebraska, you know, I love the people of Nebraska, but there's a section of Nebraska that I think is famous for being kind of like can't wait to get to the end of it you know it's like (laughs) it's not very inspiring I guess but I was in a section of Nebraska that I had never been in before and it was beautiful gorgeous there was parts of it that looked like the mountains in Colorado it didn't have the big mountains but it it had the rock formations the pine trees the feel everything Mm. and so I was riding through there and I was like it just hit me that our hearts are a lot like the state of Nebraska, and and I, when I do stuff like this, I never know where I'm gonna land on somebody's heart. You know, I might land on a spot in your heart that is bristly, you know, and, and hard to be in, you, and we just wanna get through it and get to the other side. Or I might land on a part that's, we wanna stay and visit for a while, you know? it's beautiful and but the bottom line is regardless of what part i'm on that's not the whole heart you know and and i don't ever want to judge a heart because i at that moment in time that small space in time i happen to land on the bristly part you know i want to stay there because yeah. it's that's not all that there is to that person that's not all that there is to me and my bristly parts you know and and that was just a little lesson from the state of biking through the state of nebraska i just i just made me think our hearts are like that you know
0: it it reminds me um uh so being a school principal with Mm -hmm. a lot of women staff Mm -hmm. we it gets unique at times and sometimes we we don't always um see eye to eye and it can be challenging Mm -hmm. especially if there's a recommendation maybe I want to make for a teacher and sometimes the teachers doing the best that they can really believe what they're doing Mm -hmm. is like the way it should be and it can be difficult and when you shared that it reminded me of a teacher where it it, I've had a difficult time because I've had to say things that I believe are right and Mm -hmm. she sees differently and and that's just really hard and, and it's kind of I feel like it severed our relationship mm. a little bit, and and I and I just made the decision to just keep loving her mm. and keep loving her. And as difficult as as it was, and it kind of felt uncomfortable, I just decided to. Uh, every day is fresh, and over time, and it's been year mm. after year, and I just I just end up loving her. And and she had some health things happen, and 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 I would just text her, "How are you doing? How are you doing? I'm thinking of you. Are you okay? Can I do anything for you? You know and over time, months, and I, I think it probably took like a year wow. to the point where like she really, like we're in a better place. And and, and and I think it just reminded me what you said because sometimes people, I think maybe you can help me remember what you said, like you, the, the way they're showing up, uh, it could be protecting the little bit left that, remember that part? Yeah. Like how, did we say, how did you say that?
1: Um, well, it, I just, I think that's sometimes that part where we land on their heart, you know, that space that is difficult to be in, um, it, that might actually be uh, their way of protecting that, that part of them that is, you know, dear to them and precious and, and precious to us, yeah. too. And, you know, that part has been hurt before and yes. threatened before, and, 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 and it makes... It makes, at least for me, it makes it okay to sit right where I'm at with them. Yes. You know? And that's what spoke to okay. me.
0: Because I was like, you could take the way they're acting and get offended at it. Yeah. And because I just chose to keep loving, as difficult as it was a little bit between us, and she didn't mm-hmm. agree with me and w- whatever it was, but to just choose to keep loving, now there is beauty coming out. And I mm. think when you said that, I was like, she was probably just protecting something that might've felt her, you know, you just yeah. don't, you just you don't, don't know, know where people are coming you from. Right. Know. And that's why I always think I don't owe anybody, but love. Mm. And there's been people in my life that we've had difficult things. And I always just think life is as hard. Life is hard. I don't yeah. need to add to that by yeah. thinking worse of you. Yeah. So, you know what? I don't know what life is happening for them, but life is just hard. So I don't owe anybody but love. Yeah, I like and, that. And um, yeah, just I appreciate yeah. what you said because it made me think of that. And I, I, just, I love the way that you put it in, and the what mm. what you picked up through Nebraska yeah. was just a beautiful.
1: Thank you, Nebraska.
0: Picture <laughs> and story of it. Yeah, I just, I love that you shared mm. that. So your son is joining you on this ride mm, yeah. across the country. I thought he was coming the whole time, but you're explaining he just came from this stretch across the country once. I thought he was riding with you, but you you helped me understand yeah. that he's <laughs> riding the truck. That yeah. you know. Um, and what what message would you like to leave with the audience and supporters who are deeply inspired? I know they're deeply inspired by your dedication to this cause.
1: That's an easy one. If you you know, that's why we're doing this, is to get people to, you know, to stop. Mm-hmm. Just stop. And if you can listen, listen. And if you're listening, and you feel something tugging on your heart, to act on that. And and I'm not going to say what that is, you know, because I don't know what, mm-hmm. how God's speaking to your heart right now. And that's not for me to say. But if you hear that and you feel that tugging you know whether that's you know what i'm going to donate to emory's memory foundation or i'm going to i'm going to share this podcast you know i'm going to share karen's podcast um then do that don't wait don't don't wait just act do it whatever that whatever that is and you're you know you don't have to ride across the country three times i'm i'm doing that for different reasons you know than what your reasons might be
0: and whatever but, you do it's not anything less than something else like whatever someone does in the littlest way it all makes a difference and it might not be running across like it oh. might not be this big thing but just every little thing is something uh, 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 so, so don't put don't put like a um like they say there's no there's no rating scale of pain like when right. when people go through things, it's not like oh that pain's worth. Pain is pain, and it's it's like this. Whatever comes to you to give, Peter has in his heart to give this. Whatever you is in your yeah. heart to give, it's so all.
1: That would be what I would say is exactly like what you're that. you're so you know reiterating so well is mm-hmm. you know listen to that voice or your heart or that feeling you know however you phrase that. If you are inspired because of this ride. Go out in the world and and my phrase I I love is live a life given and that's mm. that's me I'm living my life given and and it's highly focused on pediatric cancer and it's even more focused on the moms um, the dads too but the moms are the most vocal usually um, so they capture my attention a lot lot quicker sometimes which I maybe that's sad but it's how it is so that would be the one thing I would I'm glad you asked that you know
0: well when you said um kind of go with what comes up for you mm-hmm. first, that's my interpretation oh, of that well that's perfect <laughs> go then. with what comes up for you it, it reminds me of like a week ago when your wife was texting me like mm-hmm. Peter's coming in he's coming in this date and we were making plans for you to stay here mm-hmm. and and I just had their random idea to put the picture of you on our Facebook page for our, our, oh, our yeah. Airbnb yeah. here, at Whispering Oak Mansion, and, and put Drew's YouTube channel and the links to the Emery's Foundation, you know? And I was like, oh, look nice. who's coming in a week, this guy. He's, you know, he's, he's biking mm-hmm. across, you know? And, and, and because I did that, because it was just a thought that mm-hmm. I acted on, because it came up in me to do mm-hmm. in that moment, um, look, like my neighbor who loves to follow us on Facebook, you know, she texts and she's like, is he there? Oh, can I meet so nice him? And meet we her. just got to go yeah. meet her tonight yeah. and, and you were saying her hug was just, just really Yes, special.
1: Yeah, I, you know, those the hugs that we get, I, I love them because you can, you know, not only are you physically, you know, receiving a hug from somebody, but yeah. there there is something you can feel when you hug somebody and it doesn't have to be a hug either. You can feel it You know, this close, um, or this close, and Mm. I I like to call it a spark. I've heard it called (laughs) other things, um, and there are other terms for it. But it's it's this brief, you know, intimate moment of realizing that you know we're connected. We're not that different, Mm. and we need each other. We really need each other.
0: And I call it my the kindred spirit. Every time I call it your kindred spirit. Every time I I do a podcast. I meet guests for the first time a lot of the times yeah. on the podcast, in the episode, and in the interview. And at the end, I just am like, I feel like you're my kindred spirit. Yeah. Like It's just it's so special. Um, mm. So your, I feel like your ride should go into the Guinness Book of World Records. Did they reach out to you yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know why, no. I, I don't <laughs> why I had that thought. Well, that's a good reason Anyway, <laughs> I think it should go in the Guinness Book of World Records because it's yeah. such an incredible achievement. And I am so humbled, and I'll speak for my husband and I, we are so humbled to have met you. I mean, mm-hmm. your dedication, it's so admirable. And um, yes, like you said, it mm-hmm. just, if you're in that space, or might not be today, but there's a space where I feel like someone cannot hear your story and not somehow inside of them say, what can I do to help support mm-hmm. that, you know? and. Um, I know that's how I feel. and So that's why we're so excited to host you here again. I was so excited when you said you would make it back. I was like, yes. Um, so how can someone listening support or find and follow you?
1: Going to the website is the easiest. Emory's yeah. Um Again, Emory was my great niece. So the name Emory's Memory Foundation should be pretty easy to remember. Mm-hmm. And, and on there is all sorts of ways. You can donate, help. I mean, Jenna's very clear about, you know, how she would like people to participate, you know, and, and help her and help others. And um, so go there, Emory's Memory, F- Emory's Memory com, mm-hmm. And then another great place to go to is Be The Good Movement.
0: Is the YouTube channel. It's the
1: YouTube channel. Yeah, so
0: I'll I'll put those links in the bottom. Those are
1: two great places to go to to find out what you can do if you're interested in specifically helping us. But if you're interested in just, you know, hearing inspiring stories, then the channel is a great place to go to too because there's going to be, you know, it's not just me that's going to be on that Mm
0: -hmm. channel.
1: Thankfully, it's not just me. There will be other stories on that as well.
0: I love it. Yeah. Inspiring. Well, Peter, so, you'll have to come back again and bring your wife <laughs> next time.
1: I will. You know, I'll never <laughs> to forget <stay> here. <laughs> the first time we came here. It was, it was during the run, and we hadn't met yet, and we had not seen your beautiful place. And, um, you know, it's a beautiful neighborhood. There's nice houses all around, but you don't see this – coming up to it. So when you drop down into this driveway and you look up, there is this beautiful place that you're <laughs> stepping into. And I'll never forget, we were greeted by you. And right away, I I could feel your your heart, your energy and, and your compassion for people. Like we didn't talk about it. We didn't know anything about each other, but I could feel that in this place and in you mm. and we got checked in and you showed us everything and I'll never forget the the I forget the room that the name of the room that we suite. were in. Presidential suite. Okay. <laughs> you put us in the presidential suite and it was I was so tired. I had been running all day and it was like going from mud to heaven. You know, like Aww. the contrast was just so extreme that <laughs> it was like oh, oh, you know, and It was fall then, and I remember remember. opening the balcony door and stepping out, and it was raining. I could hear the raindrops falling. I could smell the leaves, and it was so quiet here, and so peaceful. And and it was all backed by a beautiful, beautiful soul. And Mm. so it was. We we definitely will come back, you know, sometime. I I would I want Robin to meet Peter and and of course to see you again.
0: Yes. Well. It was just—I don't have words to describe how awesome it is just to be here again in person and and be able to have spent the evening together and talk and for people to hear more of the story and um, yeah. Thank you for doing that. To be continued. To be continued. Till next time. I'll see. I like to say, I'll see you soon (laughs) 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 when I say goodbye. I'll see you soon. (laughs) Mm. We'll do it again. All right. Thanks. So we've got for this episode of the Momnificent podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be honored if you would subscribe and rate if you really liked it. I know